bring in the real magic. And let's go straight to the website. Montysports.net. Now that we got Instagram up, we got the YouTube flowing, we got Podbean in the house where everybody can join the podcast that I guess it's just time to start the motherfucking show. Think it's early? Yes. It's definitely that time. All right. Let's let's blow these horns so that we can go ahead and get the world popping. Horns? Horns? Fuck my goddamn horns. Uh technical difficulties? Really? <laughs> Holy shit. Give me one second, guys. Damn it, damn it, damn it. This app isn't working at all right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see something else. Okay, my touch screen isn't working. My whole computer is not working right now. None of these drops are working. But everything else is working. We're going to have to come back in about 10 minutes. Because I got to see what the fuck is going on here. Why aren't these things reading? This one isn't reading either. Alrighty. Let's do the let's get the easiest one up. Okay. That's back. Damn, this is gonna suck. Okay, folks. <clears throat> let's see. Have you already stored stored? Yeah, we stored it, stored it. Okay, I'm cutting the feed to the website. <laughs> Everybody else, you just got to deal with me for just a second. We are having a few audio technical difficulties. So for right now, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. For right now, I'm going to have you guys. <laughs> it's, it's all my drops. None of that shit is working for some reason. Like none of them, none of them. I'm going to have to reload everything up. So... I'll be back with you guys in just about five more minutes. Uh, I'm trying to think if I should restart the podcast. You know, let's just muscle through this shit. Okay, pod, okay, Podbean people. Podbean people, just bear with me just a little while longer. We have some technical difficulties. We'll be starting the podcast in just a moment. Bear with your boy. Bear with your boy. Bear with your boy. Because today's podcast is going to be fire. I'm... I'm as soon as I get to it, that is. <laughs> oh, shit. It's just one of them days, yo. It's fucking Friday. You know what I mean? We, we, this, this will be the day that we have our difficulties. But don't worry. I guarantee you, the podcast will be stored in less than 90 seconds. Like, I, I can guarantee you that. If the podcast don't store in 90 seconds, like I'll, I'll give I'll give up my rights to the podcast, that is. Like, 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 like audio rights. So just know that. <laughs> like, so just know this motherfucker is about to start real, real soon. I just had to get a couple of things loaded up into this bitch. And we're going to start. Oh, yeah. Listen, I already got people in there. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Guess what? Guess what, people? Guess what, people? The podcast is fucking starting. <laughs> As Metro's Mercury Great approaches, I shall create the illest podcast known to mankind. 
right to the little Howard Stern, Stephen A. Smith, Joel Rogan, Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Because he's a funny motherfucker. Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Because he has money. You fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, Master. Oh, I'm very sorry. The heart of India. The strength of a black And the pride of a Spaniard. I present to you my team. It's a He's walking, Master. He's walking. My deep sports. Oh, shit. I guess it's that time again. You guys ready for this? And here we go. And welcome back to another edition of the Monty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Donald Thomas Taylor. It is another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. It is April 23rd. They told us we was going to have highs of 83, lows of 72. I, I think we, we got some clouds out there. It's going to be 50% chance of rain. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Look like we got a packed room already. Don't forget, folks, the, the, the phone lines are already open. If you're listening on the Podbean app, the phone lines are open. Call up whenever you're ready. Listen, we got a lot to get into today. We're going to talk about Makai Bryant. He got LeBron's comments to go over. We're going to talk about the crooked cops that are out there. We're going to get into some phobias, right? We're going to get that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk. You know we stay with that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk. And also, and also, and also, we're going to go over a few injuries that happened to go. Oh, wait, maybe, 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 maybe not. I, I think there's some other things that's going on that's going on in the sports world, and hopefully if we don't get to them today, I guarantee you we'll get to them before next Wednesday. We, we got the draft. We got Brett Favre. We got MVP talk. And we got it all. Man, we, like, I said, like I said, we're about to get into it. This is season six, episode 109, excerpt 302 of the My T Sports Podcast. But you know what I say, regardless of the time. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. I'm going to stir this shit the fuck up. So... Let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. My team sports. Some dropping shit. Yo, <laughs> yo, so, so we, so before we, before we get into the, the, the official, official, official start of the podcast, you know, I got a couple of birthday shout outs to get into. What's going on, Paul? Welcome to the podcast. Jump into the pod B room. It's already lit in there, right? I got, I, I'm not, I don't got no music for you today, but I got a couple of birthday shout outs to get into, right? We want to give a birthday shout out. Happened on the 22nd. That was yesterday to Maritza Rodriguez. 
um, damn, I forgot, the, I forgot the fucking, I think that's one of Lewis's cousins. I think that's one of Lewis's cousins. I think, I'm not quite sure how I know that person, to be honest with you, right? And then, then today, then today, 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 we got, we got, yo, Spanish's birthday today, folks. I don't know if you guys know, we got Spanish's birthday today. So we want to say a happy birthday to Spanish as well. Yo, can we, can, can we get Spanish something in here? You know, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of fam. Can, can we, can you get him a little bit of love? Just, 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 just to like, like, just, just something to let him know that, yo, that, 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 that you, that we fucking with you. Okay, that's not the one. There we go. Also, 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 want to say happy birthday to Rico. Rico happens to be another friend that I've met around the way. Former truck driver, I believe. I'm currently retired. You understand? If I'm not mistaken, I think that motherfucker loves salmon. Some, 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 some crazy shit. Like happy birthday to you as well. <laughs> Don't forget, if you listen to the podcast, easiest way to find the podcast, just tell your smart speaker, right? It's it's oh it's Leah's birthday as well. Oh said so from your so so from your aunt, yo, from your tia Natalie. I'm um, happy birthday, Leah, as well. From everybody on the Mighty Sports Podcast, for all you guys that is your birthday. So, yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it. Yo, happy, yo, happy birthday. Party hard, enjoy everything, and regret nothing. And remember, folks, easiest way to find the podcast, just tell your smart speaker, your smart speaker, right? Yo, let's play the latest episode of the MYT Sports Podcast. Yo, you got to spell that shit out for that. Motherfucker don't understand my T. Or you can tell that you want to watch the latest episode of the MYT Sports Podcast. Either way, and you get right here. If you want to join, that's where all the links to Podbeat is for. Let's get right into it, right? Because I told you, like, like we, we got a podcast to talk about today. First of all, first of all, first things first. Every once in a while, and it seems like more times than not, right? We, we run into these scenarios in these, in these situations where we kind of have to pause from sports for a little bit, right? And we have to talk some real-life shit, right? And some real-life shit, again, smacked us dead in the face. Now, this is one of those things that it's just really bad timing, to be honest with you, right? And if you guys don't understand what we're talking we're talking about the shooting of, of the teenager, Makai Bright, by police officers. I think that she got shot. And the reason why I say it was bad timing... She got shot by police officers. I think it was the day of the George Floyd verdict, right? And and the, the George Floyd verdict that's, that that sent um his his murderer um Derek Chauvin to jail on all three counts. Well, I think about like seventy five years, right? It happened to happen that day. And of course, when that happens, initial reaction, vitriol, explosion. Oh, this same shit again, right? I another one. Oh, you couldn't even give us a fucking day like night to night like to. These are all of the things that came about. And remember, the phone lines are open up. You guys are ready to call in. And really what it was, it was very much so bad timing than anything else. And, and, and I really mean that because when you look at it and you really break down the film, like, like, like what would we, what sports people say, right? I'm not sure. I, I, I had to do some trickery with that shit. <laughs> right, like, right, like, 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 we're sports fans here, right? So, like, if we really break down the tape, he didn't do nothing wrong. Technically, he didn't do nothing wrong. He saw a threat. He warned that threat several times. That threat was about to take a human life. That threat has been neutralized, which is what you're supposed to do. Now, there's different forms of neutralization. Now, I get where a lot of people still say, even when they hear this, why is it always deadly force? Which could probably be the only thing that you that you can probably say to me is like, hey, 
Why did it have to be deadly force? Why didn't they? Why didn't they tase it? Because they they had the opportunity to tase them. We and because we've seen police officers being lunged at, being by other individuals with knives before. Those individuals have been tased, pelleted, and taken into custody with their lives. So that's where I can still see some people's point. Why is it always deadly force? Because we've seen, if you're trained to de-escalate, if you had time to warn four times, you probably had time to tase. But did the police officer do anything wrong? Technically, by the book? No. What they did wrong was have bad timing. When, when they did it, when the country was 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 100% on edge, and we're watching one of the one of, you know what I mean one of the biggest like like in your time right I have, I have people in the room as well so 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 some of you some of your times sorry I'm a girl in the room as well my bad so in other people's <laughs> in, uh, in other in, in other people's in, in some people's timelines this is the biggest open case that you've ever witnessed right. And while that's happening, the same day, bam. And, and of course, all you hear is headline. 16-year-old girl shot, you know, 16-year-old black girl shot by a cop. Day of the verdict. And it sends and it sends half of the country into a frenzy. And then it sends the other half into a country into defense mode. Because there's half of them that they never see a problem with cop killing. So they, they're automatically in defense mode. And then you have individuals that when you watch the tape, you see that they did nothing wrong technically but have bad timing. Or if you want to really say anything, they could have not used deadly force. If you had that, that, amount, that amount of time to warn and give that, and, and give that many warnings, then you had enough time to, to not mistake your, 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 your gun for a taser and you could have pulled out your taser and, ta and tased them. I, we see we have a call in the room now. We got you on the line. I know we was talking about this earlier. Yes. Briefly, yes. and I was telling you, I was in yesterday. You talked about it yesterday. Briefly, yeah. Remember when I had sent you that clip on Instagram? It was discussing yes, Candace yes, Owens yes. making the comment about LeBron's tweet. Yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. So we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about LeBron's tweet. Um, I forget who that girl is. Like, <laughs> she's, like she, she's a very polarizing figure, but she doesn't necessarily be saying wrong shit. She just be saying shit in a way that most people don't want to like. They don't like to hear it. They don't want to hear it. I'm gonna and, tell you. I'm, I'm just gonna let you know personally. She gets no love in the black community. Like the person that you said, <laughs> she really doesn't. Like, 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 like she damn near comes off as anti. Like, like she comes up as one of those individuals, and, and we all have these in our own culture. She hates her. She hates her own race at times. That's not. That's no, 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 no. That's not. That's not it. And that's not fair to say about her because I don't think at all that it's that she hates her own race. She holds her own race accountable, and they don't like it. Most people don't like to be held accountable. Most white people don't like it when they have the certain pundits who are out there trying to hold them accountable. Go ahead to some trailer park thing and have some, you know, like higher level, affluent you know, like Caucasian try to say how they're not holding themselves accountable properly. They're not going to like that person. That's really what it comes down to. You just get a lot of people who just don't relate to her because they see her speaking properly, affluent, African-American, and not going, she doesn't go with the norm. She goes against the norm of what they're accustomed to. And because of that, she's automatically labeled as, you know, like all these Uncle Tom lover and all that stuff. And that's not... I don't think that's what she's about at all. She's always speaking on a positive note. And I've heard her on multiple podcasts and multiple interviews. And I've never really heard her slander anything outside of moments when 
if you look at it from an outside perspective, the shit is, it's fucked. So I'm here to fucking defend Candace Owens. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do we even get to Candace Owens? That's her name, Candace Owens. How do we yeah. even get to she's not even she's not even relevant to me to be honest with you. i know she's not relevant to you but you were mentioning how like she's hated a lot by the african-american community I just, and i don't think I that's, just, that's yeah, fair I'm at just, all i i'm just putting out there of, of what i know how like of how i know the majority of people receive her and you're right because she's polarizing like that like I, i'm not putting my personal views on her i'm just telling you of, of how i hear people talk about her you know what i mean like and, and also when she has when she, when she, when like I said, because I've I've seen a lot of her shit too, set from the beginning of the Trump time, you know what I mean? <laughs> like like even before then, I want to say a little bit, even from the Obama era, like like she's she's been putting shit out. So like like I've I've followed her for a while, and based off of what she says, a lot of time, yeah. Listen and and listen uh, and a lot of times people that do have like like you understand like when you're silky smooth with your words, you can be silky smooth with your words, and <laughs> just, because, just, just because just because you're silky smooth with the words doesn't mean that. That underlyingly, you you don't have some self hate in there, right? Yeah, and, I'm not gonna sit here. I don't know her to know that she doesn't have self. And I'm not, like, and I'm not gonna sit here in front like that. Of those times, I'm, and a lot of times I listen to her for some odd reason. I feel like she has. She's one of those people that has a little bit of self hate. And, and and like and but like I said, I'm not here to discuss it. We're here to talk Makai Bryant and the bad timing yeah. of her shooting and 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 really what that was. Like it was really it was really horrible, fucking timing, like. On a country that's already on edge, and 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 already looking for blood from 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 one officer, you know what I mean? And and now here goes another one that 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 pops off another kid. Oh no, it's, that's definitely back to back to the Candace Wright um, chick. What you said her name was Candace Wright? Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Oh. <laughs> back to yeah, no, that that definitely somebody put in the comments. That's her brand, and it's been profitable. Yeah, it definitely has been. It definitely has been. Like, listen, listen. We we all hope that we we, uh, we can have a brand that's as that's as that's as profitable as hers. Regardless if it's for even what was for three months, and and you make it and you turn it and you turn meet me outside it, it, into a rap label, to a clothing line, into other shit, or you can't zone. You've been doing that shit for damn near a fucking decade. You know what I mean, like, like, still big up to her and her energy, like, but she still hated in the hood. <laughs> she says the shit that people don't want. She holds people accountable in a way that they want. They don't want to be held accountable. Like sometimes supporting your own people doesn't mean supporting dumb shit. And that when people true. aren't down to you know like support every aspect of a community, then it's like you're against the community, and it's like that's not necessarily. They don't necessarily mean the same things. Yeah. No. No. Definitely. Like. Like. In, like. See. That's what, like. See when you're. When you're good at your game, you, you you're able to hide enough truths into your in, into the bullshit. And like 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 on today's incident, right? Or 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 the Makai Makai Bryant incident. There isn't shit much that she can say about that incident that's gonna be wrong, except for I guarantee you at some point in time she's gonna use this to tie into other past incidences and and to try to justify and, and try to justify um other police shootings of other individuals. Well, and, no, and, and she did do that in that video, which I didn't agree with the one that I and, sent. And, and see, so like I said, so when you're silky smooth with your shit, you do shit like that. Like, like when you, when when you when you when you when you give with the well, listen when you, when you, when your tongue is good for gab and also good for for the lads, you know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> down on the roof, Brooklyn Zoo. This is what I do. Like I said, my rules, my 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 words are silky smooth too. You understand? Like so, like when it, when it, when it, when it, when it's like that, you find that way. So you so you so you so you throw that reel and you capture them, you catch them, catch them. Which like I said, it's not too many places she could be wrong here. 
but then she kind, but then but then she throws in that little hook. That bait was slightly tainted. You know what I mean? It yeah, wasn't just that, that worm. That worm had a little poison pill in there, and that's what she does. She throws that little like, and then so that's so that's so that's where she gets that. So that's what like Hold yeah, yeah. Then, I'm yeah. feeling you. I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. Wait, wait. Where the fuck you go? It's, hey, it's like but I do with sports. Did sometimes. you just say? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I do. I do it with sports, and I do it with the sports figures sometimes. Like like I do it with the the, the great LeBron James. You understand the king with the rings. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, he's Oprah with the rings. And I mean, on his watch, he stops nobody. You get a ring, you get a ring, you get a ring, you get a ring. Everybody gets a ring on his watch. He ain't stop nobody. <laughs> but um, so let's talk about LeBron James, the great LeBron James. LeBron James made some comments about it, right? And because again, initially foolishly bad, bad timing. He responded, and you know what's so funny? This is so uncommon of LeBron. This is so uncommon of LeBron James. LeBron James very rarely ever responds in heat of the moment. But that shows you that nobody is beyond heat of the moment reactions. And in the heat of the moment, he he fell into exactly what I said um, earlier. Country on edge. Already waiting for a verdict. And on the same day of that verdict, you, all, you catch the headline. Police officer shot um, black teenage girl. And he put out a comment, said that, your next hashtag accountability. Yeah. Being real now, stupid, though, and that's and that's before he knows any of the facts of the case. Exactly. <laughs> so he did not take accountability to educate himself before trying to put a fucking you know like witch hunt on an officer who was literally out there doing his job. It's not fair. He did like now. LeBron needs to take accountability because and he, he can't slander an industry that most people don't want to be a part of anyway. But everybody has a comment on how people should be doing their job. Well, because they're all crooked. But um, so um, but they're not all crooked. <laughs> Stop it right now. <laughs> Listen, you know my philosophy. Until the good ones feel comfortable and are brave enough to out the crooked ones, then they're as crooked as the crooked ones. At worst, I mean, at very least, they're fucking cowards. And we and if you're a coward, you don't you don't you don't need that job anyway. Nah. nah, they don't get the publicity that they deserve. When cops do their job right, ain't nobody out there showing videos of how them handling and de-escalating situations properly. Everybody's real quick to show the clip of a video when something gets out of hand That's and all job. of that. What you mean that? Yeah, of course there's a job. But what I'm saying is everybody got a job where there's good days and bad days. And if you only ever see when shit goes left, then you get this assumption that that's how it always is. And that's what it is. And it's like... You need to be able to comfortably and frequently out the bad ones. And those good ones, we never... See, we we never hear about good... We never hear about the cops out and the bad cops in, in, in their precinct, in in their state, in their... Like, like I, I guarantee you, that shit would make news every fucking time. They're too cowardly to do it, and I can understand it. It's because the person that you're trying to out is a trained killer, and you know, and you know that he's a trained killer that could probably get away with murdering your family because you've well, seen I'm him get away. With also, murder. not only on that part, but isn't like kind of like brothers in arms? I'm not an officer, and I did not serve in any military fashion, so I really don't know. But I'm just going off the assumption like we all family here, and we got each other's backs. To an I don't extent, know what that to an extent, like. It's, it's it's very much to an extent, and it and it's to the extent where where, where you're conti- when you're continuously and consistently and this pattern behavior is embarrassing the f- embarrassing your uniform, because at one point in time, do you take do all of you take pride in your uniform? and said we have to make this job more respectable again. 
across the board to everybody. Man, woman, child, foreign, dom foreign, domestic, um, newbie, and past scorned. How do we make this respectable again? And 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 it's gonna take all of those good ones being brave enough to do to do what they're too scared to fucking do. And, and that's really what it boils down to. But I said, and I understand their fear, right? Because they're going after trained killers, trained killers that they've seen get away with murder. How do you how do you combat that? Like, damn, how do I protect my family when I go after this? That's something they have to live with. This means they're not a coward because they're still too long, they're too scared to cross that fucking line. And and then and and, and then they let somebody do this, and, and then they have these incidents constantly occur. Like I said, not particularly talking about um um Makai Bryant anymore. We've we've moved past yeah. Makai Bryant in a in a whole complete sense. It's just about the whole crookedness of 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 this of the system that continues, and and that's what makes this so hard. Like. <clears throat> Even when they do their job properly, right? They they're gonna catch scrutiny. But you would give them the more benefit of the doubt if they weren't out there fucking up so continuously. Like I, I say this again. But, but that's so tough, though. Okay, like one precinct has nothing to do with another precinct. And then because of social media and like the media in general and how they portray shit, every cop in every precinct is bundled under one and they have nothing to do with one another like Broward County ain't got shit to do with Miami-Dade how they run their shit in Miami-Dade is not indicative of how it's being ran in Miami and then if you have your smaller precincts within each of the neighborhoods and everything they are not like they should be all held accountable to the same but just because who's in charge here might be running shit different from the one over there the systems are all different so it's not fair to group everybody. It's, again, like saying all African-Americans and all Hispanics and all whites, you know, like, do things this way. And it's like, nah, that person did it that way. That's that person. That's not the whole system. That is not the whole system. There's something wrong in huh? the system and you still have somebody that has 29 offenses still on um, still on your force. Yeah, well, that's of course. That, that, yeah, but that's, that's, that's a system. whole other... And those that's are the a whole other that's a whole other thing in itself. <laughs> but, but but that ties in though because it's that individual that has thirteen infractions, twenty nine infractions, thirty two infractions, fourteen infractions. They're the ones still out there mistaking their gun for um for a taser. That's them. See, yeah, but that, all right, time out. That dumb bitch. That's a completely different. No, we but, but agree see, on all of that. This happens, but understand. But it's but she. She's she, but okay, you call her a dumb bitch, but she has a record. She has a past. She has 29 infractions on her past. You realize that when you do catch the cop that is doing this, this is not their first infraction. They end up having a record a mile long, longer than the person that, 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 that they're killing, that, that's being highlighted all over the place. Well, so how does that person have 29 infractions and keep their job? Again, I get back to the point. How does anybody have 29 infractions and get their job? Because coming from the military, we couldn't get that far. You couldn't have 29 infractions in your job. I see, I see, I, I see, baby, I see, baby, I see, baby, I see baby Kardashian on, on, on there. This is somebody that I used to work with selling warranties. We couldn't have 29 infractions selling warranties and, and kept our job. Fucking, um, fucking Carl would have got rid of our, our ass. You understand? Like it only happens there. So how do you consider? How do you? consistently can be that incompetent at your job and keep it. 
And that's where the problem also lies. So that's a systematic, that's another systematic problem that they have. They see, is there's too many bad systematic problems in the whole yeah, entire- but you see, but like the way how you broke that down, like there is the place where people should start addressing it. You know, like where it's like, everybody got problems, ain't nobody got solutions. How do you come up with a good solution of that? How do they implement something that- You know me, I've talked about a solution here on the podcast. I'm sorry, you shouldn't pass five infractions. Like, first of all, you should not be a street cop. You should not be a street cop immediately. You should be behind the desk for at least two years doing um, processing paperwork from other good cops. Like, like that's that should be the first thing first. You should see how this. You should see how shit is um worked um worked on paperwork first. Then you go hit the mobile fucking streets. And if you have and if you get five infractions, and I'm being very fucking generous by saying five infractions, you yeah. no longer need to be on the goddamn streets. Your ass needs to be behind a desk for another two to fucking three years. You need and you need to be taking every fucking. You need to be checking in on 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 sensitivity classes every three months. You need you need to be ha- like 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 I have like they have you do a probation. Oh, you need to check in every every month with your probation officer. Well, every three months you need to check in with your psychiatrist. You need to check in with sensitivity training. You need to check it with gun control. You, you need to check it with all those other training because you need extra training. And if they have another incident after that, I am sorry, you do not belong in the street. And now we're trying to figure out if you belong as a police officer. They shouldn't be They shouldn't be on there with double digit offenses. I agree. And as you break that down, like that's a legitimate option. Like that's a legitimate solution. That's something that can be implemented and should be implemented because rather than saying let's defund the police, which is fucking stupid and all of that. No, no, no. How about Y'all figure out how to implement what you had just mentioned, stuff like that. That makes I'm more sense. Because I have even changed my view from defund the police. Because you know what? No, no. We need to get the police more funded. Because you know what? Yeah, no, we no, need them. No, Police, no police precinct needs to say we don't have funding for psychiatrists. We don't need funding. We don't need funding for sensitivity training. We don't have funding for body cam. And also, let me add this: the moment a police officer body cam goes off, they need to, they, they need to be charged for tampering with evidence immediately. That is tampering with evidence. Well, what if because it accidentally was, goes off? It don't matter. No, 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 no. You, you, you know if it accidentally goes. Listen, tampering with evidence. That needs to be one. Uh, I'm guilty until proven or innocent until proven guilty. That first charge when your body cam goes off, you're guilty for tempering of evidence. Prove to us that that that's something else um, went went haywire, and have somebody inspect that motherfucker thoroughly. Have, have IT do an inspection of that shit. But yeah. the moment that body cam goes off, tampering with fucking evidence. No if ands or buts about it. Just like how they say, the moment you refuse to take a breathalyzer, we're charging you. Um, um, you're, you're technically guilty. The moment your body cam goes off, tampering with evidence. All right, I could dig it. I got solutions. Listen, I'm not. I, listen, I you. Dig it. And <laughs> well, for instance, in like the the most recent case that you started out with the with this girl, like from the body cam, a lot of people had their opinions on all of that stuff. But then when the, the neighbors started releasing their security footage cameras, you see a little bit more of what's happening. Sometimes the body cam doesn't necessarily give a full view, and once people have their own opinions on what they think is going on like it doesn't matter you could see it and it still wouldn't matter if it goes against what your preconceived notion of what's happening is and so like in this particular instance like you see the security footage and all of that and it's like i'm I'm, you know like i hope this man does get his due justice as far as like his name is being slandered which is unfortunate and i'm sure he got people coming for him it's unfortunate and that part of our like our system needs addressing as well because the media is out here really gunning and putting people like at the rate it's going, it's like mayhem and anarchy and not necessarily in a good way.
Sorry. You just, did you just nerf nerf me? I well, I nerfed, I nerfed the seal. You said anarchy, and I nerfed and I and I let off some shots uh, in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I told you, I, I I loaded up the most basic soundboard today, so we're gonna have. So this is gonna be one of the pure podcasts that I've had in a while. And it's good though, cause I want nothing cut in this bitch. <laughs> oh man. No, like I said, it's it's we we all know we all know it's a tough job. Like like let's 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 not be completely like we all know it's a tough job that most people would not sign up for. But when you do sign up, when you do sign up for it, you you put on yeah. a uniform and you take an oath. And once you do that, you're, you're you're held to a high like like they say, oh athletes and all of these other people in the public, you're held to a higher standard. You're held to 18 years old coming out of college. We finally we gave you 7.4 million dollars. You're held to a higher standard. Suddenly, you went from eating fucking rice. Some of these motherfuckers go from having dirt floors to now all of a sudden 7.4 million dollars. You're held to a higher standard. <laughs> you understand? You were oodles ood- and noodles your whole life, like, like for fucking years to try to get by. Now held to a higher standard. But yet, these police officers, the motherfuckers are supposed to serve and protect and, act- and actually set an example, ain't held to a higher standard. You have to start holding these motherfuckers to a higher standard. Yes, I agree. And this also brought me to something else, right? Because I was on Facebook earlier, as you know, like as you know, with this things like this happen, I, ha- I I'm I'm on Facebook and I see the and I see the people that, that have the the the, the anger, like, and, I, and I like to see the anger on both sides. I really do. Like, let like, because you want you want to get both aspects. Like like I said, during the president election, I was getting I was getting text messages, I was getting text messages and donate donation requests and emails and all kinds of stuff from from the Democrat and the Republican Party. Like you have to you you have to know what both what all sides think. Listen. Like even for people, even if you don't like them, if you have an enemy out there, know what your enemy listens to, know what your enemy likes, know what the fuck they do. Like why the fuck you want to be blindsided with or some shit your enemy brought up to you for all of us? Like damn, I didn't even know he had that in his arsenal. Then that's your dumbass for not researching your enemies. And I said it on purpose, enemies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So I saw something today, right? And I, I saw that. Somebody, somebody was really heated about this, right? I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna leave their name out of this because that's, that's irrelevant. But somebody was really heated about this. But they got to a point where I had to correct her, and it was like, if you and they said something very specific, very something, something very specific, right? That, that I'm I'm gonna highlight here, right? That if you think that police officers wake up wanting to kill black people, then you're fucking stupid, right? And some other things, you're fucking stupid, you're fucking stupid, you're fucking stupid, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> and, I, and and this and I went in on this. Some and of them why, might though. While she, while she said great things in her point, right? Like if you came at my kid, I would fucking shoot you. If somebody was coming at my kid, I would want the police officers to shoot down. You know, she made a bunch of great points in there. What I was fully addressing, what, what I wanted to address was that fucking stupid part. And I told her, like, no, full facts. There are a lot of black people that wake up every single day that, that, that think that police officers want to kill them or at, at very minimum ruin their day based off of how police officers have, based off of past, um, in, um, Based off their past, inter- their own past interactions with police officers, how they seen poli- how they've seen police interactions, and how the whole police force was 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 created, and the whole Jim Crow law, and like and all of it. There's a lot of reasons why a lot of black people would think that police officers are waking up and wanting to fuck with them, right? And let's mm-hmm. just say definitely kill them, but let's just say fuck with them, right? There's then, a lot of multiple generation police officers bred from hate. Because, like I said, you have police officers that, that are full-blown racist. Full, like, let's, let's, not, let's, not, let's, not, let's not act like it. They have police officers that are full-blown racist. So there are police officers that really wake up like, I want to kill a black person today. Or I want to fuck up a black person today. Oh, let me see a black motherfucker today. I get, you know what I mean? Like, so let's not act like that. So that does exist. But, but then I started making me think even, even, even more, right? Because I mentioned that. And then, I, and, and then it made me The exception is not the norm. 
Yeah, no, you know, it's, it's it's not it's not the full norm, right? It's not it's not the norm, but but I can see why people will think this. Like I said, when you add Jim Crow into that, when you add in police, uh, a lot of people's um belief that majority of the KKK just just became police officers. When you see when you've seen their interactions and you've seen them murdering and you've seen the harassment, if you've grown up in certain neighborhoods, growing up through the eighties and nineties, or, or or you know what I mean, you've seen like I, I know I know what I've seen. I know if I've dealt with. I know what I know if I've I've experienced firsthand. I know what 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 has happened for people I've talked to. I can see that natural fear of police officers, which brought me to phobias. I started thinking about some shit. I started thinking about phobias. Do you guys know what the fear of spiders are? You know there's a phobia for that, right? Arachnophobia, right? This is simple, right? You know that there's a fear of clowns, right? Um, Carlrophobia, right? This is always one of my, my favorite ones growing up as a kid, coming up through adolescence. Like I said, I, I have perverted thoughts everywhere, right? Do you know what? Do you know that there's a fear of the number thirteen? Yes, there's a fear of the number thirteen. Do you know what this is called? Tricks a dick a phobia. Yes. <laughs> like I said, my favorite phobia growing up to say, I got tricks a dick a phobia. <laughs> I have a fear of bitches not being on my dick. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right. But I, I can tell you, like. There's even a fear of long words. And do you know it is one of the longest words in history? It is hippopotamus uh, stress equipped the phobia. So a if you're scared of words, if you're scared of words, you're definitely frightened of that. The long word that you're feared of. Do you know there's even a fear for being arrested? Called capiophobia. What I end up realizing today is something that is fully not addressed. And I think that a lot of black people or black brown people may suffer from this because they're the only ones I know that have to have a serious conversation on how to interact with cops so you don't get killed by them on a consistent basis. There is no fear of cops. There's a phobia for 13. There's a phobia for long words. There's a phobia for fucking clowns. There's not a fear for cops. There's even a phobia for being arrested. It's not a fear of cops. Well... May I also drop I think, a little... I think, I think that that may actually be a real phobia for some people. That they have an actual fear of cops. And we've seen it. When people get pulled over by cops, we've seen some people complete, like, even, like, I'm not talking about the people that run away. Or, I'm talking about some people that just, that when, they, when, they, when, they, when, they, when they, they freeze up, they're crying hysterically in their car. That is a fear of cops. And there's nothing for it medically. And there needs to be. And I'm going to start this. And I'm going to let you know. I looked up the Latin word for, for, for cops. It is magistratus. And obviously we have phobia. So you know what? Some people out there suffer from magistrate phobia and they do not know it. And that is a real thing that needs to start being addressed. And I'm going to start making that a thing. Yeah. Because people, fear um, cops, people do fear cops. And, 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 that's, and the reason why they fear cops is because cops are out here killing innocent people for no reason sometimes. Time, um, and time out because I want to um, chime in on that part. Some of cops killing people and all of that stuff. Are you familiar with the Stanford prison experiment? There's more like sometimes it doesn't necessarily even have anything to do with um, like race, racial bias or anything like that. There was an actual study back in the 70s that was done that tried to investigate the psychological effects of perceived power. And in the experiment, it was college students. Some were decided that they were going to be the prison guards, and then the other group was going to be the um, the detainees. You know, like prisoners. The, the yeah, 
And within that experiment, there was a genuine psychological like switch that went off and some of the prison guards behaved abort like they they were just it, you wouldn't they themselves probably would never think that they in those circumstances would behave in the way that they did but just because they had this perceived power due to their title their behavior changed and that happens with you know, like not enough people understand that that is also something that takes place. Like sometimes you could be an employee and then you become a supervisor. You are not the same person you were when you were an employee. Some of these we officers take this. You know that person a great employee and, they, and then when they become a supervisor, they get the biggest dick in the world. Like, yo, I thought this motherfucker was cool too. <laughs> like, and that's yeah, the conversation. And, I thought this motherfucker was cool too. Like, <laughs> stuff like, like that needs to be taken into consideration as well. Cool against me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, but like stuff like that, I think needs to be taken into consideration as well, because while we're perceiving this as like police officers, there is a literal study back in the 70s that was done to like to try to understand why this happens. This is nothing new and it's not racially, you know, like it's not driven by race always. I'm not saying that there are no like there are definitely people who just become dicks once they become cops because. Yeah, because it's. There's a switch. Like, There's a psychological no, switch that takes place. They had no power in school. They become they, like they, like. But this is why they say also, oh, that, that must have been the guy that was picked on because he had no power in school and he was the, you know what I mean? Like, and then they, and they grow up to be that dickhead cop. So now I can see possibly where even those stereotypes started coming from. Yeah, and so like you get some people. It's it's really hard. The human mind and all of that. And so people are trying to make it seem like it's really that easy when it's not. No, There's a lot no, of mitigating no, factors that don't get you no, know like. But see, in that particular case. If, if somebody suffers from that, right, and they become, and, and they, you know what starts happening? You can't become unfit for your job. And it's okay to say, hey, you know what? You're, you are no longer fit for your yeah. job and for your position. It's okay yeah. to let them go. <laughs> and it that's is okay. Is. So, yeah, when but, all right. When they know With when, that when being said. more harm than good, they don't let them go. They hold on to them like it's their last fucking piece of bread. Well, because think about it also in certain companies and stuff like that. Now, I'm not, I'm playing devil's advocate right here. But in, you know, like there's people who will be at a job for years on years on years where it's like, you know, good and well, you have no business. You don't like what you're doing. You don't like dealing with people. But yet here you are in this customer service position. You know, like there's people, they, you go through the police academy. You come, you know, like you go through the police academy. You do all this training your whole life who like you are not you know it's like that ego thing and everything like you are not what you do you are not who you say you know like how you describe yourself is not who you are so you get this image like i am a police officer or i am this and they can't even detach themselves so maybe they are not fit but they hold so much of who they are as their image in this position and why would they leave there's people who can't even leave a desk job because of the fact that they are just so like that is their image of belief of who they are as a human being. So there's all like there's so many factors that just unfortunately the like the situation is just so it's it's really tough. But like I said, I while I understand it with the but with the customer service stuff and like and and other boss desk job, but that police job is that one job like, because. If, if you don't like it that much, then take them like, because once they get to that point and they're unfit, you don't want them on the streets. You don't yeah, want no them right. with people anymore because then they become a ticking time bomb. And then that's where that difference is. Because you know what? If that, if they're unfit, and that's why I said like, there's levels to being unfit. 
if they're unfit for their job as a police officer, take them off the streets and, and stop putting them behind the desk and see if they can handle that. And if they can't handle well, that... I guess, but that's also assuming that... I'm, again, devil's advocate. They're so like they brothers in arms and all of that stuff. Advocate. Probably together, they probably act like mad social and it's like this person really got their shit together and they don't necessarily let that evil side of them come out and then because they all know like things get hectic and everything they might not maybe there's a possibility that these some of these people genuinely like their co-workers don't even realize that they're unfit because the way they handle themselves in other scenarios proves otherwise i don't know i, I mean i know what you're saying but at some point in time like i said it, it comes out and it comes out several times because like i said for the we're not here complaining about the people that that they have shot. Listen, you know what? I'm actually know yeah. I'm gonna do something real. We're not even complaining about the people that that, that this is their first time sh I'm shooting somebody. Yeah. Like we're not talking about anybody where this is their first infraction. Like I said, the people that we're talking about, by the time we, they, they, by the time they cross news lines, by the time we hear about them, this is double digit infractions. These are these motherfuckers that we're talking about here. Like, like these are, like I said, that person that did it once. I guarantee that person that did it once. If they, if, if when you, if you take a life accidentally. That first time, yeah. you are super precautious um, every other time after that. Like I said, in the military, we have trigger-happy motherfuckers. We send them to infantry. And when those motherfuckers fuck up an infantry, they take a gun out their hands. I'm sorry. We do this in the military. When motherfuckers, when we see motherfuckers become unfit, you know what you no longer could do? You no longer get the right to your weapon. Period. You, you can't hey, train you. on it. You can't qualify on that bitch. You can't even look at that shit. <laughs> you are just you are stripped of your weapon the moment they start thinking you're unfit. You can't qualify on that bitch. They take that gun out your hand. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm just saying, like so. There's not enough checks and balances. I I, I believe. And, and what happens that there's not a uniform check and balance that has to be that has to be followed every single time. Like their guidelines are a little too loosey goosey. Nobody well, likes I guess because the situations are real fluid and nuancy. Like no situation is ever the same. These, like when you're dealing with people, there are so many variables that take place that it's like it's really hard to have a guideline that covers every single scenario. Like sometimes there's a little thing that needs tweaking. Nah, I think I, I believe that you're better trained than than more police most police officers to deal with um, to, to deal with unruly people. Um, until my ass is dealing with them all the fucking time, and maybe I might run up on a situation where I pull up a little trigger happy. I don't know. I but really you, don't know. Like, I'm not going to sit here in front. Like, I don't have days where if, Natalie, if anybody... But you weren't dealing with unruly people. I do remember this. I was paying you then. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was cutting, I was cutting those, I was, I wasn't paying you, but I was running your claims. You was being bit by patients. You, you were having your... Yeah, Come on yeah, now. That, that, that's different. Those are children, and I knew what the job I was getting into. If I was and dealing with people sometimes, <laughs> but no, no, no. Like, I try to take it into consideration. Sometimes your mind gets fucked. When I worked in the ER in the hospital, I became desensitized to certain things because it was just every day you're seeing wild shit. If you're out on the, you know, like, if you're out in the streets and everything, and you're dealing with terrible, like, domestic abuse, child abuse, you know, like, rape, murders, and all of that stuff... Over time, I'm pretty sure your idea of, you know, like shit just, it wears on you. And maybe what? you think you got it handled until you run up on a moment when it's like in that quick second, you might not 
do the best that you possibly could any other time because we're not the best, you know, like we're not our best selves 24 seven. There's times no. you could be at a job doing the same thing for 15, 20 years and you do it flawless. That doesn't mean that there's not days throughout that, you know, those years when you didn't show up at a hundred percent. We hold people accountable for the accidents that they happen, but like accidents happen every, and again, when it becomes a life loss, the the stakes are much greater, but it's like, I feel like we have leniency in so many things, but we take for granted, like these are still human beings. These are still people that are flawed. And at the end of the day, their job is still to keep all of everybody, like they're still committing a selfless act when they go into work because they don't know when they're arriving on the scene. Like for that Michaela thing, everybody's like, oh, she's the one who called the cops. How are they supposed to know when they run up on the scene who's the one who called the cops? They're co- coming up on the scene because they're hearing that somebody's wielding a knife type shit. You know, like there's, there's, the there's static and they show up and then somebody's coming trying to stab somebody in the neck. They don't know who the, that that's the one who's calling. They just see like, oh shit, somebody's about to get stabbed. Like, and then they get judged for that, you know, like split second moment, like decision. And it's so, there, there's way too much nuance for it to be that simple. Like just a little, like a world star clip. There's too much. You're right. And, and this is where all of that additional psychiatry training, psychiatry training that they, they need to, that they should be going to. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I like to say that, but, but, and like I said, because there's so much nuance and, and you can never really tell. This is why they constantly to be, they, they like, there should be constantly evaluation. There should be constant psych evaluations. Like, like there, there should be, there should be, there should be more. But even with even with psych evaluations, like you can have somebody receiving psychological, you know, like psychiatric assistance. They could go to a psychologist every week, and the psychologist may even be saying like this person might be a little unhinged, but they're in there going and doing their work. It's still there is no amount of help that can help somebody who ain't willing to try to look at themselves. Like you could show up to any type of therapy or any type of anything. And if you are not in a place where you are ready to show up for yourself, it don't matter. They can, I'm not saying that they shouldn't implement it because they definitely should, but they could implement it and still people will fall through the cracks because some of these people are so good at lying and like they lie to themselves, they lie to those around them that they believe genuinely their lies. And no amount of anything, if they're not willing to address that with themselves, is going to change that. You, 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 you're 100% right. But as you said, like, they won't catch them all, but I feel like they'll be able to start catching, start catching them. And that's the part, like, I don't think they, they I don't think they have at least catching them more. I, I, yeah, so no, 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 I agree. I agree. And they should be listening to yeah. therapists who say, like, yo, let's. Yeah, more of these guys off of the street. And like I said, if they may just be better, they, they may be better trainers. Or, like, I don't know if I want them training people, but but they no. may be better behind the desk. They, 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 they could be better. If they, 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 could, they can have them do other shit. You know what I mean? You understand? Like, no, 100%. Like, if, 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 like I said, because, like I said, if you're unfit for your job, like, like, start and little bit. That's what we were trying to fit, do here. Is that find a find a way to start weeding out the ones that are unfit for their job and start yeah, and weed them out. Yeah, and start. Yeah, because if, yeah, if you have a psychologist that's like, yo, I think you should sideline this person, and then you have a, you could look at their record and be like, you know what, they have all these infractions, and we have a psychologist saying like they are not fit to be out on the field. How about we take them off the fucking field, put them behind the desk? 
and then see how they and, and then see how they receive being behind the desk. Let's see if they if, if um, how they receive on trying to uh, 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 they take like trying to be better and realizing like yo I'm fucking up like da la la like I'm I'm getting I'm, I'm getting close to, to to losing the thing that that makes me my money that 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 gives it like that 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 gives me my ability that gives me purpose you know what I mean however they look at it that that you know however they look at the job you know what I mean that that, that gives me honor like that, that I'm fucking up there because I, I'm not just talking about the battle like I said if you're just clumsy you don't deserve that job. Like I understand, like some people are on bad jobs. So like, 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 let's just say the chick that that, that forgot the taser shit with the with the gun. Let's just say she's just clumsy. You can't be clumsy nineteen times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm sorry. Go take your clumsy ass in the desk. Go sit. Go sit somewhere. I'd rather you go spill your coffee on your fucking computer than than, than, than fucking be <laughs> a load in somebody's backside. Shit. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm not. So I'm not. So it's not just. It's not just the horrible ones. Like the ones that make innocent mistakes. Yo, I get it. You love this shit, but we can't afford it because you. because the cost here are human lives, and and that's what yeah. it is. Like everywhere else, the cost, like the like the cost is like oh bad paperwork, maybe a hundred, maybe a couple hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Maybe 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 you got charged twice for a warranty. You know what I mean? Maybe 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 you got back sent to bad debt. For, like that, that's what those those problems are. When you fuck up here, you're costing people their lives. So that's where the, the checks and balances. You like you you can't miss these motherfuckers. You can't give somebody seven chances to fuck up people's lives. Your whole lives, seven your whole lives. You can't even get seven chances in front. I can't get seven chances in front of a judge right now for drinking and driving. They get seven, <laughs> they get seven chances to fuck up people's lives. Like, like you understand? My drinking and driving, I didn't have to tell you. I didn't have to kill anybody. This cop just saw me swerving. They can kill seven people. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's send them back out there. It was, they fuck, it was a it was a simple mistake. Simple mistake. Seven times. Yeah, no, it's it's true. It's definitely true. On another note, you want to switch topic to this finance. Oh shit! Let's, uh, yeah, let's switch topic to that. Let's just let's just let's just switch topic to some finance because you had some money talk for me. Like, but before we but before we switch over to some finance, let me go ahead and, and, and talk. To you. No, no, I'm, I don't have no commercial, oh. but I do have a commercial, right? Let's go ahead and bring up our sponsor, Blue Chew, right? Yes, folks, we do have a sponsor, <laughs> folks. It's by Blue Chew. <laughs> it is by Blue Chew. If you don't know, Blue Chew is that little blue pill that gives you back that thrill. Open up a pack and head to the sack. Just you choose. <laughs> Do, 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 do. With the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, this is one opportunity you just can't miss. She's going to love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. Just use the promo code. What's my promo code today? Use the promo code YPPT. That is Yankee Papa Papa Tango for $20 off your first order. And just a secret between me and you. That's basically a free pack if you choose the standard plan, right? All you got to do is pay for shipping and handling. Yeah, don't forget Blue Chew. Go ahead and hop on that. Blue Chew. Just chew that shit and do it. Uh, she, she'll love you for it. And you listen. And if she loves you for it, you may just love her twice. <laughs> listen, I, if we're going to talk about money, I got I to talk about how people can save on, on their first order. Remember, it's, it's off your first order of Blue Chew. Just use that promo code. And listen. And if you kind of just do how we use Netflix subscriptions, you see what I'm how, what I'm getting at here, right? You can make your first order kind of repetitive. <laughs> you're gonna have a lot. Just use all those Google accounts. They about to come in handy. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, okay. So let's talk. Let's talk some finance because. You had you had some, and I know this is a Money Mondays. Like we know we got to drop some Money Mondays, but you said we we had we, what you had for us today, Natalie. Financial Freedom Friday. <laughs> oh shit! We got that financial 
Freedom Friday. <laughs> so so go ahead, like like you you dropped some knowledge. You dropped some knowledge on me. And you said like you, you were listening to something today, and as soon as you were listening to it, you had to pause halfway through. It was like, I gotta call talent and tell them this shit, which I absolutely love. Like and and and, and I, I implore everybody to get to that point with your friends that become the like talk money so much that any time that they that they get something in the whim of money or in the or in the realm of investment, like they hit you up. Start becoming the access point to how um, to where money talk goes. Like it's just so funny because I got a text message this morning about cryptocurrency credit cards, and now I have this information coming from you. So Natalie, my sensei, my yoga instructor, if you're in the New York area ever visiting, go ahead and check her out. When, when are you? When are you? Um, um, actually. Plug your yoga real quick. Teaching live again. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> Plug your yoga. Let the people know where they can come in for a class at and when. Come into Pish, Pish, Push Fitness in College Point, Queens. I teach Monday nights at 7.30 and Sunday mornings at 8.30. And eventually with the good weather, I'm planning on doing park, like at Central Park and stuff like that, courses. So Hit me up right now. My only thing is Instagram, yoga of my eye. Your girl got her LLC for Yomi LLC. So let's see what starts happening. That's what's up. Yeah, she just she just throw her LLC. And that's what you guys know to start your LLC. It is as simple as $150 to get your hundred to get your LLC started. Maybe In the state of Florida, do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's become owners. Let's become business owners and uplift our communities. That is for real, for real. That is for real, for real. So yeah, definitely. If you're in the Queens area, you you make sure that you go ahead and get yourself and, and you go ahead and you get yourself and you check out one of her classes and go stop in there. Or what you can do, find the uh, you go hit up on IG and you find a way to go to go ahead and set up some private lessons and you go ahead and you go start negotiating some shit. Hold it, go hit up yoga of my ah uh, and get your body right for the summer. Get, get that summer body. Now go now go ahead and hit us with that money talk that you had. That you, you, you this little nugget that you found earlier today. Okay, so first I wish Chill Will was here because he's the one who start well, let me not say he, hey, he made a comment in the money KJ, chat. Call Chill Will. KJ, call Chill Will. Tell him to hop on the podcast. Call Chill Will. <laughs> Send out the APB. Send out the alert. KJ just hopped in the room. I see you. Send out the APB to Chill KJ. Will. <laughs> this is perfect timing, my guy. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> Yo, so I just met KJ not long ago, but he really is family. That's baby bro right there. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> Yo, KJ is I love me some KJ. KJ is all fair. <laughs> like, He's old. He's the same age as my nephew, man. Julius like, just turned 25. Isn't that how old KJ is? Um, because um K um Chillville sparked um a money conversation today that Natalie's about to get into um really quick. Well, not not so much the money, but he had he had posted something about Earn Your Leisure podcast, which is a really good financial um talk podcast. They have a bunch of I've listened to quite a few of them and they have some real solid information. Okay, I know. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. So yeah, that, I'm just yeah, killing That's the reason why we're trying to get in. That's the reason why I'm stalling to get him in here as well. But no, yeah, KJ, KJ has been fair from the beginning. I told you. See, now you understand. Now you fully understand. Um, <laughs> oh, that's who sent that text. See, Lewis coming. Now you understand how me and KJ like. I told you how me and KJ clicked like 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 from like the moment it was like we was going back and forth like 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 Jada kissing Styles P on like some sports shit, and I was like. Yo, you got to come on the podcast. <laughs> and he was I like, heard so much about him before I ever met him. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's baby bro. <laughs> and then, as you know, he actually came through on the podcast. And then he's been coming through ever since. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And then, listen, and 
and then it's been growing. And Mark started showing up, then we became the Three Drunk Uncles podcast, and then when Chill Will pops in the in the room, we become the Four Drunk Uncles podcast. And I and then after a while, we just realized that we're just a bunch of drunk uncles. And then Natalie hops in the room, and it's the, and it's the Three Drunk Uncles and the Drunk Tia. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Tipsy Tia. <laughs> Tipsy, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Oh no, she on her round two beer. <laughs> As I've gotten older, the the tipsy part gets a lot easier. It only takes us two rounds of beer sometimes for you these days. Like how crazy is that? Sometimes like that's all it takes. So, like you catch it on the right day. So, it only takes us two beers. You be like, yo, am I really feeling like this from two beers? Like two beers, two beers, and next you know you hear Darnell in the back. Two beers. <laughs> Drop them. Gems. Uh, okay. So let's drop the gems. Podcast Actually, so it was Earn Your Leisure podcast. They were having a discussion. Um, if you want to look into it, it was one of their interviews or podcasts with the budgetista. And they were just basically, I like to, watching stuff that has to do with budgeting and paying off debt and like all of that stuff because I'm still trying to fix my own shit. However, they stumbled, um, even in the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, like a, a lot of financial books, when they start speaking about assets and liabilities, they also mention leveraging debt. So debt isn't necessarily always a liability. Now, I have no experience with this yet. I am paying off my debt. So it is a major liability for me at this moment. However, uh, T had mentioned before, like earlier last year, he had made a comment about because with investing, you could see how you sometimes you're able to literally double your money. And if you get good enough with investing and have a, a better eye and understanding, it's not that there's any guarantees. But when you learn how to invest properly to where you're um, hedging your bets under multiple investments, or maybe you just have enough experience to know that something might, you know, within a time frame, he had made a comment, T had made a comment about because of the way how he was flipping money last year, if he had taken out a $10,000 loan, he would be able to invest that $10,000 in the same way how he's been investing 75 and flipping it and 100 and flipping it. If he had did the 10,000, it would just give him that much more money leverage to flip. And so in the podcast today, the man had mentioned because they were talking about like good debt and bad debt and that not all debt is bad debt. And he had made a comment leveraging if using a credit card, like sometimes you can um, transfer debt into a credit card. Like if you open a new card, you can transfer your debt. So then you're not paying interest anymore on, you know, like for a certain amount of time, you're not paying interest on that debt. He mentioned that most people, I myself included, did not know this. You can, let's say in his example, he had, he was mentioning opening up a credit card for, with a transfer, for a transfer, um, a transfer card up to $20,000 taking that money and actually transferring the 20,000 into your account as cash. And he, I don't, he didn't go into how he just said that most people don't know that you could do that. And he had mentioned like, so getting a credit card, $20,000 transferring it into the account and then investing it. And because there's no interest, he's like not paying any interest on that for 12 to 18 months. He had mentioned, I don't know how it would work for anybody else. That's what he had mentioned. And in uh, in within that time doubling it so now in the 20,000 turned to 40,000 he had borrowed the 20,000 so now he's paying it off 
giving back the 20,000 and he still has an additional 20,000 that he earned like that the money grew itself. So from this $20,000 loan that he got from the credit card, he was able within 12 to 18 months to flip it to 40,000. He pays off the 20,000 without having to pay any extra additional interest. He still has 20,000. So now he just made with no money out of his pocket, $20,000. He, used, he borrowed money from the credit card, basically, paid off the loan because you have to pay it off. But in doing so, he now has $20,000 to himself that he earned by investing the money. So T was mentioning it doing a loan. And this essentially, if it was, would work out even better because he would with the loan, there might be certain interest rates on it. But if done well, done properly with this. There would be no interest rates associated with it if it's done in a timely fashion, of course. And this is using leveraging debt as as an asset. So changing the way we look at assets and liabilities. Oh, big facts, big facts. Like I, and as soon as you told me that, like I was like, yo, that shit is super interesting. That's like I had to get, yo, for like twice, I was like twice today during our conversation. I was like, yeah, you got to bring that energy to the podcast. Like we, we can't deprive like this is one of those this is one of those things that I felt like we needed to have fly on the walls for this conversation. Like this is one of those conversations that couldn't that, that can't go by the wayside without having other people here. How, how are we going to talk about this? But like I said, now we, we, we've been having these discussions about about life, everything life for decade and a half now so <laughs> uh, the fact that we could literally say like it's almost 15 years basically that gosh damn it our life conversations are as old as some people's kids you know <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> shouldn't that do um shout out to that dude finessing the system legally no facts like because when when he said that when that, when that told me that it really and she was telling me that it, it, yeah, I played it, it. I played it for T so that he could hear it directly out of the horse's mouth because I'm not. Yeah, because I'm not the, a financial advisor, and I didn't want to mince the words. And it sounds too good to be true. So. Yeah, because the first thing that because when you first explained it to me, one, my first thought was like, damn, so he's gonna be pulling the cash out of his, out of his credit card. But when he said that, yeah, for 18 months, even cash advances are, are, are interest free. I was like, oh shit! So that's basically like a loan for your for your cash limit in that dollar amount. So, so one of the things I, 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 so that's one of the first things I popped. I was like, okay, you can do that and you can flip money. And I, and I, I said over the, I said over pandemic, yeah, if, if I had a $10,000 loan, I could have flipped that multiple times, paid them back their 10,000 and had, and had like 90,000 to spare. <laughs> like shit was that serious of, of like, of how many like little gems I found during the pandemic. It's, it's fucking retorted. <laughs> it, it, it really, it really is. But 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 that's what that's what investing is, and eventually that's what made me realize that, okay, I'm investing right, but I'm not fucking with the scale necessary to be to do what I want to do, and that's when I realized I got to keep up in my scale, and that's the reason why my short term portfolio came to be because I need to just up that minimum scale of what I invest what what I use to invest in, and that scale always needs to be at least four digits every single time. Like when I invest, at least which which is why I get the see because it came back to me fully. It made me understood. It made me understand why brokers, were, why when they were doing investments, when they controlled this market, why they only took, why they only did this in certain denominations. Because one, like obviously, the money gonna make off of it doesn't make any sense. And two, you're not gonna really make any money, like, 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 like true money, until you really up your denominations. Like if you're really trying to see growth, 
but and I really do love what Robin Hood and how, uh, what Robin Hood did to the game by making people start off with small denominations because now mm-hmm. everybody has kind of had to follow suit where you're able to start up um, invest in anything. And I'm glad that that's there now because eventually you do get to the point where you're like, shit, okay, I've been doing this. I'm comfortable doing this. I see all these risks. I, I've, I've, I've built the foundation and I just realized now the only thing I'm doing wrong is that I'm not putting enough money. I'm I'm not doing this with a grand enough amount of money. Like I'm I'm fucking with peanuts, and I need the I need that motherfucking ju- that that jiffy super creamy peanut butter with fucking nuts in it right now. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> word, and it might not even be like right now. And in that podcast today that I was listening to the with the budgetista, she was even saying like some of these things like you're sowing seeds now that you will reap in five to ten years. And the more like think about it, if you at whatever age you are now this year, sow seeds that in five years you get to reap and you do it every year, then within five years, you, you know, like and every year after that, you are reaping every year what you had sold back when you were X age. So, for instance, like with KJ, he's 26. If within the next four years, he's consistently, you know, and obviously it should continue beyond four years, but within 10 years, he's going to be reaping what he sowed at 26 years old, at like, 36, like, and at t- 37. Yeah, like, like it'll just like, keep like, going. Like, literally, I, I, and, and it's so truthful. If you're 26, 25, 27, right? By the time you get to my age, you could be a millionaire, literally. Easily. And we're talking, like, it, it doesn't even seem like it should be easily, but it, with consistency, you can. Yeah, you'll be a millionaire. Consistency and scaling will make it. And just hearing, again, if you get to a point where you have 40,000, 50,000 within, because mm-hmm. it, it is possible within five to 10 years to get forty to $50,000 in a portfolio just because of um, compounding and all of that. If you consistently put like 200 a month or something, you could essentially have 40 to 50 in five to, in five to 10 years. If at that point you take out 20,000, let's say you're not in a position to get the leverage from a bank, you could still get the leverage from, you become your own bank and leverage that 20,000 off of the 50,000 that you built. And then when that doubles, now you're at 90,000. Like it's only a matter of when you're at the position and you're ready to scale it. It is possible. It's 100% possible. It's just you positioning yourself to scaling. Once you're at the scaling portion, that's when the 50K becomes 100K becomes a million. But first, build consistency. And the consistency, like, build the consistency where you send in $10 every single week to your financial, to your, to your, to your, um, to your investment account or five dollars. I just build a consistency because eventually you'll scale up your consistency because you'll start realizing that that you, that you need mm-hmm. those multipliers. But be consistent with it, like, because, because it's of, of that like T and I. But. With our fidelity, with our fidelity portfolios, our next portfolio, we were doing two hundred and ten every quarter. So it was thirty dollars for seven, um, thirty dollars per seven stocks. Yeah. Or, you know, like for each stock. Now we're going to be on our first full year this July. We're going to be able to use that initial 210 that we invested, which has grown significantly. Plus, we're putting more 210 in because we're already in the habit. And eventually what's going to keep happening. So just off of the 210 from last year and the 210 from this year, that's 420. Hey. <laughs> and then 
whatever we gained is also going to be added to that investment for this quarter. So then in a year from now, it's going to be the 420 plus whatever we've already earned that's flipping within the next year that we get to do. And this is just one year round. And it was something that we figured out. You figure out a number with you, but just this portfolio alone is in one year. Like, you know, like it, it, that's just how it works. You have your system in place and you keep going. Feeding it and feeding it and feeding it uh-huh. and feeding it and feeding it. And then eventually that motherfucker is going to be fat in a bitch. you be like, yo, like I'm going to need a barrel to walk around with this bitch, yo. Tell you, end up. Yeah, no. Assets. It's going to get to the point where we're putting 210 into each stock rather than we started at $30 per stock. It's going to get to the point where we're putting 210 into each stock. Exactly. <clears throat> Ooh, that type of scam makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> listen, man, money, money talk always makes me happy. Listen, if you listen to the Mighty Post podcast, your first time here, I think you definitely see the podcast. We talk about everything, whether it's real life situations, we definitely need to talk about everything. We got some mixed talk coming up with you guys in just a little bit. We're going to wrap up this money talk in just in just. Yeah, but, it's but, but but I, but we were definitely gonna we were definitely gonna get that in because you you told that shit to me and it blew my mind because like I said like it it, it literally dropped in, oh no, there's no there's no drop today KJ like today's a very pure podcast right <laughs> today's a today's a podcast there was, there was audio issues this morning so we had to just get it running on the fly yeah and I had a, and I had a full room immediately and I was like fuck it, let's 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 just, let's just run with that shit I could I didn't want to keep them waiting because you know dark maybe it was, it was, once I saw Darnell was in the room, I was like, let me tell you, you know Darnell has the shortest attention span as in, in anybody. He'd be like, yeah. oh, motherfucker, was it already? <laughs> and then he'll go. <laughs> He'd be like, well, I came in, dog, you weren't ready. <laughs> so I, was like, <laughs> I was like, fuck that. Like, yo, I'm putting in the intro, the outro, the first of all, first of all, and that was it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going. Like, I had, to, I got the mighty shit up when, once that shit was popping. And, and listen, we got Freaky Friday. Listen, but t- but today we 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 had to do a little bit. That's of- that blue chew. That's that blue chew drop with the Freaky Friday. Yeah, that, oh, we dropped the blue chew, the YouTube. Uh, listen, yeah, no, I know you already. Actually, you know what? Since since KJ brought up Freaky Friday, don't forget your blue chew promo code YPT to get yourself twenty dollars off your first order if you play your cards right. That's basically a free shipment for your first order. All you gotta do is pay shipping and handle it with the promo code YPPT. Don't worry, folks. I'm, I'm, I'm writing them. I'm going to see if I can get my own personal promo code. Like, it's like my T or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, or my T pod. But we're going to work on that. All right? I think I, I may have to, like, keep it like down to, like, four letters. We're we, we going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see how we're going to work this out. I'm waiting for a response. But remember, Bluetooth. Bluetooth. YPPT. Let's chew that shit and do it. She'll, she'll love you for it. And then she'll love you again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to you have to remind me, KJ, because you know I have a special treat for for anybody that comes down to the studio. I'm not gonna put it out on air, but you come down to the studio, and maybe maybe not. I got some Bluetooth swag. Actually, that's exactly what I have. I have, I have some Bluetooth swag for you guys. I was about to say, but I can't come to the to the studio. <laughs> I don't need the Bluetooth swag. It's all right. <laughs> Listen, the next time you come down to the studio, I guarantee you I still have more Bluetooth swag. Uh, more, blue, blue, more, not Bluetooth, more Bluetooth swag. So I'm, I'll, I'll definitely make sure that, that you're able, to, you're able to, to, to get yourself, you know, some swag with you. 
Stepping the gang gang. You just need someone to test it on. Oh, listen, I, listen. Like I used to know a person that that used to be in the business of being able to to to, to get you individuals that can the test on, but. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. KJ playing basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you wildin'. (laughs) Okay. KJ, there's an age limit to get on this ride. Listen, since, since, since KJ over there shooting his shot and playing basketball, right? Let's get into that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk. You know, we stay with that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk, right? And currently as it stands, right? Currently as it stands, the New York Knicks are 33 and 27 and in firm. And when I say firm, we're talking Bluetooth firm, right? They are in firm place of, of they are firm position of fourth place folks as they are currently on a eight game winning streak all i can say is we're streaking we're streaking all the sins there's more coming ah, we're streaking. everybody's we're streaking. doing it i forgot i'm on, I'm on the air right. i don't give a fuck ah, we're streaking ah, i don't give two shits <laughs> I'm like, I'm biased. I, I mean, like, oh, it's, it's just me. It's just me and my girl up in here. So I'm, I'm listen. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck. Like, you guys want to listen? I'm streaking. The Knicks are streaking right now. I'm doing. The, I'm doing the rest of the podcast topless. <laughs> they have a record of, of they have they have a record of 55, right? Like that's 0.55, right? They, they have they've won eight straight games. Their last victory was against the Atlanta Hawks, folks. And I, and listen, and if you feel like you know, you might pass me my my, my chains. I feel I feel a little naked without them. I ain't gonna lie. Like, it gets nipply in here. And as you guys can see, yes, I do have my nipple pairs. Right? Actually, can you guys see that? Is, is, the, is the camera on the nipple? There you go. There you go. There you go. Let's, 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 get, let's give you guys a little nipple action. Listen, I am, I am 100% comfortable in all of this chocolatey brown skin. Don't you get it twisted. Like, listen, if it, if, if it wasn't, if it, was, if it was just completely in a, inappropriate, I would have gotten completely naked for you guys already. Right, so okay, let's get back to that next talk. That next talk, right? The New York Knicks beat the Atlanta Hawks recently, one thirty-seven to one twenty-seven, in a thrilling game that went into overtime. Right, leading scorer in that game of, amongst all players was Julius Randle, as he put up another forty-point game on their bitch asses, shooting eleven for twenty-one from the field, six for eight from three. He was one for two from the, I'm sorry, twelve for thirteen from the free throw line. Grabbed eleven boards, getting another double double, going beast mode on their bitch asses. Right, six assists, and again with the fucking turnovers. Be every fucking time I look up Julius Randle's fucking stats, he has fucking four turnovers. I swear to God, I feel like he's the. I haven't looked it up for the league, and, I, and I'm going to do this by the next show because now I'm just completely fucking curious, right? But I swear he has to have the most turnovers. In the, he has to be up there as some of the most turnovers um, for the league. I, I really think that he is by now. Like, the, there's just way too many turnovers that he has. Like, like that shit is... That shit is <laughs> absolutely... That, that shit is absolutely frustrating. And, and, and not just frustrating. Not, not, not just frustrating, but... Hey, it just sucks because like he still does work, right? Like he's he's still doing all the work. Like, like he's he's still he's still getting all those bodies that, that that are needed. Like he he's he's getting the job done. It's just that the fucking turnovers. 
Like, he's an MVP. Like, he is full-heartedly my MVP. And, folks, speaking of MVP, make sure you go down to my Twitter page, Mighty um, Sports. Right, yeah, MIT Sports, yeah, MIT Sports on Twitter, and 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 go check out the poll that I have for MVP. You'll be surprised who is not getting any love on this ballot. So did you did you see this? Um, oh, KJ's not even in there, but maybe he's in the. I don't know. Did you see who I have up there? So I have obviously I have Julius Randle up there. I have Joel. No, I, I have I have um, Nicole Jokic. I have Chris Paul, and then I have some jazz player, possibly Spider, right? And yeah, yeah I figured that you was there. It's not in the like the, the call. Um, and there's somebody that is getting no love for MVP, no love whatsoever in MVP consideration, and I'm really shocked. We're gonna talk about that in the. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later on the podcast, but <laughs> I said possibly Spider. <laughs> Like man, it's tough with the Jazz. Like I know that I I know it feels like Spider should be the person that just that, that gets that nod, but I mean Rudy Gobert, I, I I know he ain't put up Shaq like numbers, but he really does work. And then and then like what that team does as a whole, like it, it's it's it's, but it's probably Spider. It's probably Spider. It's probably Spider. <laughs> but there's somebody not getting any love. On that on that poll, so you guys go ahead and check out on that on that poll, and let's go ahead and put it down votes. We're gonna have the full results of that. That that poll is gonna run right into the beginning of next podcast. So we'll have the results for you on not the podcast, but not next podcast until next Wednesday. So we'll have the results for you um, on Wednesday night's podcast, and we'll do some more MVP talk around that time as well. Um, so with this game against the Atlanta Hawks, right? The New York Knicks were tied. Uh, not really tied, but at the half, the game was 69-67. They were actually up for a good portion of um, for a good portion of that first half. And then things this kind of and then, then things just kind of faltered. Then the third quarter would hit. All right. The third quarter would hit. And Trey Young would go off. And believe it or not, Trey Young was going off shooting like making only like one three-point shot. <laughs> like, like, like dead ass. Like, like, so it's not like, like he was killing him from three. Trey Young was killing him. He, he had 20 points. He had 20 points before he had to leave that game. And he only made one three pointer. Like, that's how bad he was killing the Knicks at that point in time. Like, he came out to play. And it really looked like the Knicks were about to lose that game. And then Trey Young went down with a grade two ankle sprain which is just one grade away from tearing ligaments. So he's going to be going for a couple of games, right? And we're going to now see if the Atlanta Atlanta Hawks are going to be able to hold up that position with, without Eddie Trey Young. And, with, and, and, man, I'm telling you, the Knicks are starting to get fortunate, right? Because some of these teams that are in this hunt, like, look at this. Now, now you have... Now, now you have um, now you have Trey Young being injured, and that may help the New York Knicks hold on to that four spot. They have one, I think, maybe one or two more games left that, that they may be able to get a good win before they take their next loss. And that's actually no, they have one more game left, which is Toronto, before they possibly um, take a take an L to Phoenix. But then you're hoping that they bounce right back and they beat Chicago, they beat Houston, they beat Memphis. And I'm honestly like to real talk, real talk. I really want them to beat Denver as well. Like, that's another full-blown test to me. Like, I really want them to beat Denver. I am super anxious, dude. Like, I don't, I don't think you guys understand. I am super anxious for this, for um, this next, 
next game, to be honest with you, because I really want this. I really want this winning streak to continue. And, and it's not that I want, and not even so much that I want this winning streak to continue. I want it because right now it's at eight, right? I just I, I'm, I'm unfolding scenarios, and what I, what happened is that I want that winning streak to be on the line, and I want ten straight games to be on the line when they play Phoenix, and I want to see how they come out and play. I want to see if. These New York Knicks, you know, and I'm not, it's not, I'm not, and I'm not saying that I don't feel like they, that they don't have this pit bull mentality. That they're not, that they're not that dog. That some teams now, like, damn, we don't want to go play the Knicks because these motherfuckers are going to be on you all, you know, what I mean, all fucking game. Like, it's not, that I, it's not that I feel like they're not going to have that, but I really want to see on, on how they come out with their efficiency, what kind of fight they really have. You know, what I mean, if they lose that game, is it just because hey, that Devin Booker and Chris Paul was just way too phenomenal? Or what? Or 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 what? Or did they? Did they have to fight, scrap, and, and literally bleed? Did it come down to a buzzer beater? Like like that's I, I want I want I want I want the fucking whole, I, like you know what I mean I, I want like Melo and Lala kind of shit on the line. I, I'm ready to risk it all. Like I, I want all that shit to be on the line when they, when they play Phoenix. Ow! <clears throat> but first they have to take care of that first game against Toronto. And again, Toronto. Like who would have see? This is why I'm like yo. Tom Thibodeau for coach of the year. Like, if you don't have him for coach of the year, like, I, I, I'm going to be completely vexed. Because who the fuck saw this coming? Like, it's like, seriously, who the fuck saw this coming from the New York Knicks? Like, when, when we when we read off, and I'm about to do that right now, right? When we lead off the teams, like, read off the teams that the New York Knicks are better than. If I would have told you that they were better than these teams with how many games left? How, how, what game, how many games are we at now? We're at 65 games? What? No, we're not. No, we're not. I'm tripping. We have, we have 13 games left, right? With 13 games left in the season. And if I would have told you that the New York Knicks are better than the Atlanta Hawks, the Boston Celtics, the Miami Heat, the Indiana Pacers, the Washington Wizards that has that 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 has Bradley Beal and 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 Russell Westbrook, you understand? Better than the Toronto Raptors and even possibly better than the Orlando Magic, you would have thought that something catastrophic happened to all of those fucking teams for the Knicks to be better than them. Like they all lost their best player. Like you, like I, what I, I what I just read off. I read off what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. Let's put Chicago Bulls in there. Six, seven, eight. Eight teams. I read. I read you off to. You would have thought that 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 there was a fucking Achilles tear pandemic going on. You understand? Like you'd have thought I would have I would have reading you eight injury reports, eight out for the seasons. Like coach, like like listen. If you're unwilling to give to to give Julius Randle MVP, but a, at least willing to to acknowledge that yo he's one of the most improved most improved players in the league, and he should possibly get most improved player of the year if he doesn't get most valuable player of the year. If you're willing to at least say that oh he should at least get a vote for MVP. Oh, if you're willing to say like goddamn the Knicks are on fourth, and all of that is because of Coach Tibbs, and nobody saw them being being this this far ahead. He deserves to be coach of the year. Um, Julius Randle deserves to be um, deserves to be um, deserves to be player of the year. And honestly, I wish there was a way for us to face Milwaukee in the first round because I guarantee you, I'm telling you this right now, if the New York Knicks played the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round, we would whoop that ass. I think I'm done here. I just want to see them play their next game. Somebody play my outro so I can stop rambling. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy Freaky Friday. TGIF, hashtag BDE. Sorry, B.
Y'all go to bluetooth.com promo code. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. Why PPT? No lag, no lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, my tea podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, be Tired. My team. Sports. And on next week's podcast, we're going to talk Brett Favre and him being a complete asshat. And now he has completely fallen out of my good gracious. We're going to talk MVP and we definitely going to talk draft. We're going to have a draft party Thursday. I'm even going to lie. Just for some bullshit completely on Podbean. You, like, you guys won't get this anywhere else but on Podbean. Maybe a Podbean live draft exclusive. Holla at you, boy. Enjoy your motherfucking weekend. I'm out of here.